Welcome to My on Mondays, an explorative approach to the possessive my through narratives, art, and sound. Each Monday brings a new creation and unique perspective. My on Mondays is brought to you by Ming Studios, a contemporary art space and international artist residency program dedicated to the exhibition, experience, and exploration of arts and culture. Along with exhibiting artists from around the world, Ming also serves the community by hosting innovative programs including performances, workshops, screenings, readings, artist talks, and other cultural activities. For more information or if you'd like to participate in My on Mondays, you can visit our website at mingstudios.org. Hello and welcome to the 33rd episode of My on Mondays. Today, in continuation of our three-part series, My Sevillanos, I'm speaking with my dear friend and multidisciplinary artist Soma Ilus. While Soma has exhibited her work internationally, in our conversation we discuss why she chose to leave the professional art world behind, as well as what she strives to express in her work and where, for her, art and spirituality intersect. Well, I'm here today with my friend Soma, and I'm so, so thankful that you're joining me and, and willing to have a conversation with me today. So welcome. Thank you. Or maybe thank I should you. say it, thank it, you it, for your welcome yeah, because we're in your I, home. So. It's me. It's me who <laughs> says thank you, and it's a honor, and Wonderful. I, I like to be with you and whatever you want to ask. I am, um, I'm excited that I get to talk a little bit more in depth about the art that you create, about the things that you create, everything that you do. I'm sitting in your home. Your home is a work of art. Everything, everywhere I look is beauty and creation and intention. But you have also... Um, done a lot of work in the uh, so-called professional art world in you know gallery work installations and so can you tell us a little bit about how you got your start in the professional art world in the professional art world you know I was very young and in this time I learned uh, photography and then, um, yeah, I had I had the talent, but I was not conscious about. But then, uh, so, uh, suddenly, um, well-known editors saw these photographs, and and so I entered in this in this in this art world, in a in the international art world, photography world, and. Of course, I was delighted. I, I was very young, and and it, it was very special. But I have to say, I was. It was not what I expected because, um, yeah, I noticed. I I had a I had I had this great wish, and all the people who like art or collectionists or, or all these people are really interested in in my work because I ha I had always this wildly desire to to express what what I see. 
in my very own perception and transform it in, in art, whatever, in first photography, then later installations. But then I had to notice that the people were more interested in my person. I was young, I was beautiful, I was exotic, and not so much in the art. And um, there was a discrepancy, you know, and it was really deception. So the, all what I imagined, it was, yeah, nothing of that. They asked for me strange questions about my art because I, I, I could not understand how they see that from their perspective. And, mm. and it was strange for me and I was not happy. I yeah. Actually, I was a ton, uh, such unhappy that I later retired when I met my, my husband. He was also an artist, and we then we were really happy because then met two artists we want we were very passionate about our work and enjoyed very much this conversation that which did not stop during thirty years all the time he lived. Then we enjoyed really this interchange of art experience yes maybe it's that the what experience I, that you had together as artists yeah the yeah. the experience of art mm -hmm. not talking about art yeah but experience art and the, maybe that was my deception i i i searched for for an interchange of the experience of art mm -hmm. and not uh all the intellectual concepts which exists about art. Yeah. So I, I have a question that I, I think the, the listeners will need to, to clarify a little bit. You said you were considered exotic at the time. Where were you living? Where did you grow up? This time I grew up first in Spain, then in Germany, then in France. And this time, the, this, the beginnings, the beginnings was in, in Germany. Okay. And so also for the audience to understand a little bit why you were considered exotic at the time. So you grew up in the, the, in the States, what is usually called gypsy, but the Roma culture is what you would call yourself. Mm. So I'm sure that this had a lot to do with it. You and I just recently, just before this interview, we were talking about the, a lot of the misconceptions that people have about the Roma culture. And there's this very much this uh, romanticization and, and seeing it as uh, this exotic and very sort of romantic idea of it. And um, so did that, I'm sure that contributed a lot to the misconceptions that people had and, yeah. and not seeing you and mm. your, your work for what it was. Yes. Mm. It is both, you know. How I grew up was so completely different mm -hmm. of all what was the art world. And in this sense, they were right. I was exotic. Uh, and but for me they were exotic mm -hmm. <laughs> so that of course because it 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 is different and it was more different before when when I was a li little girl mm -hmm. there the, the the living was very different today now uh, Roma are more 
integrated and the, the young people study the same as, as, as the other people who is not a Roma and, and there are advocates, there are any, any profession. Before it was not so, so my own culture. We lived, yeah, more in our world, maybe, mm-hmm. with our own, our own habits and 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 this is different i can't express what what is different it mm-hmm. is it is like you know a gypsy soul is like a like a heart without owner you know there is a certain sense of freedom certain sense of 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 living with nature Mm-hmm. We make not excursions to nature and say then, oh, beautiful, oh, nice, uh, sunrise, or like this. We live just with nature. Mm-hmm. And when you grew up like this, it uh, and, and not studying the things, when you have just the desire inside you to create of this, then this is very different. You, you, you have a different form to express and, and different what you are searching for, sure. Not the construction, but the very soul, the very essence of the things. That was, was what I was searching always mm-hmm. as, a, as an artist. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I think is most common amongst artists is we all have our culture that, that we grew up in, but we also tend to be outliers, hmm. in, you know, a little bit on the outside mm-hmm. of the culture that we grew up in. Mm-hmm. How was it for you um, trying to make your way separately from the, your family and the culture that you grew, that you grew up in? Where, where, was it, where were the places where those two things come together and where do they separate? Hmm. Actually, they didn't come together. They didn't at yeah. all. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Actually, I lived. I was uh, together in the art artist world. I was together, yes, with more intellectual people, with mm. with with very, um, yeah, very studied people, very cultured yeah. people, and uh, in the best case, I I enjoyed it. The, the friends I found and, mm-hmm. and then was my family and I lived um, yeah a different life <laughs> I, I did not work when I when I was with, with my family I, I did not work I just mm-hmm. was with family because it, it is different mm-hmm. and then later I also I had not the typical artist uh, career absolutely not yeah. absolutely not when we both met my husband and, and me we we got completely out of the art art world. Completely interested only in in working. Yeah. Obsessionally, mm-hmm. we we went deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in working and in, in in entering in in what is art and following one line and study what means a line in in a very trans transcendental way. Yeah. So we 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 just we did it. Mm-hmm. Of course, all the people around said you have to publish, you have to yeah. to let you see. We didn't like it very much, 
um, sometimes there were exhibitions and we neither was there when they opened it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, we were five minutes there and then we escaped. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? We lived very, our crazy own life. Yeah. And absolutely not known uh, at, at, at a big uh, audience. Mm-hmm. For me, it was more important to to be appreciated from spe- special persons than than the great audience. I never had these these goals. I I lost it completely when I was young and saw what what is actually to be in. Mm-hmm. So I lost all the illusion, and then we yeah. we we went together to an island and mm-hmm. lived there completely retired. Yeah. I think it's it must have been freeing, I guess, in a way, because you had... There are so many people that they work for years and years and yes. years and years and striving with all of this ambition to finally arrive at a certain level where they are... where they feel like they've, they've reached a certain level of success. But you reached that very early on, and so then that sort of freed you because you saw the reality that that didn't fun- that didn't work for you. Yeah, nothing. And so nothing. you were able to just be- beca- say because it had nothing to do what I was searching in the in the art. I was not willing to accept yeah. this prize. Yeah, it was never my wish to to be well known or, or anything in art. Mm-hmm. My measure was to become better and better and better and better and better. That was for me the most important. Yeah. So all the other, I was just not interested. Mm-hmm. And the creating and, and to following what what is deep inside of me and to express it, that, that was very important. And, for that, I dedicated the life and all mm-hmm. what was outside. It was not, not, not really important. So we, what we actually did, we made art of our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think yes, there was no separation between creating art and living art, yeah. being art. Yeah. And often people told me, I. Uh, me too, I would like to live like you, but I have to work. So I, I said, this is a decision. And if you make the decision, it's not a romantic romantic decision. Mm-hmm. It's a decision absolutely clearly and consciously what you have to pay for. And to say, yes, I do it. Mm-hmm. I do it because what I followed actually was um, to become free through art. Mm-hmm. The way to following this this way and to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. So this is what what moved me mm-hmm. and still moves me, as I hope, yeah. and will move me until the end. Yeah. Wonderful. So um, I'd like to talk about uh, your artwork itself and what it is that motivates you when you create. So you do um, photography, and you, you also have done installations. Mm. And can you talk a little bit about the installations? And then I'd like to talk more about mm. the photography. Yeah. Yes, I, I see the, the installation as, as my, main, my main work. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. People liked so much the, my photographs that they 
often think I'm a photographer, but I see myself nothing like a photographer. Mm. Photography for me was the way, because through photography I learned, I, I, all what I learned as an artisan and also as a person, I learned by watching, by contemplating, by observing. So photography, for me, it, it, it was the way to find out something about myself. Mm-hmm. And then installation is always when I have a subject. In different phases of, of your life, you have different subjects. And so in in installation, I could go deeper. You know, in, in the photography, you have to photography what is there. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to create, to create what, what is inside of me. Mm-hmm. Not not depending from outer circumstances or people. You know, the basic of all my work, if it's photography, if it's writing, or if it's installation, the the base of all is always music, the mm-hmm. sound. So this is the beginning, the first the first thing before comes an idea. I enter in music. Interesting. So or sounds, any sound I I I I meet or or I listen, and this sound, I make it very intense. So it could be I'm listening to one piece of music during months, and to understand what this piece of music speaks to me. Yeah, and then come come the ideas, come the visions, and mm. and the installations. Therefore, because light is a very uh, important thing in my work, also the the illumination, the to to create an, a mysterious space, and it's only the light who can who can show that. There are so many different ways of expressions of light and. Mm. And there, so then the, in, in the installations, I could compose all that. And then also work with sound. In the other arts, is, is only specific writing or photography or painting or anything. And the installation, what I, what I really like, it, it is a whole. So I can integrate all my perceptions, all what is important for me. Yeah, and the oh, final project, we went so far uh, that sometimes we made exhibitions only one for another. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? You and your husband? Yeah, we, we, we searched for places, special places. Mm-hmm. I remember in Lanzarote, for example, where we lived, there was a ruin mm-hmm. in the middle of the, of the desert. And there we made the big installation one for the other each one of us had a part of it and then we we made inauguration like the opening and we prepared all this was our as if you were going to do a, an exhibition at a gallery but yeah you did it for e- even each more other. even more yeah even more it, it, it was That's beautiful it, it was like that. opening a temple it, yeah. it, it was with all these strange art things mm-hmm. you know yeah. these sculptures and these objects and and the light the especially the light and and there the sound the absolute sound was the silence there mm-hmm. was so a thick mm-hmm. thick silence and 
Yes, we never had had the, the sensation. Why, why do you do that if there is no public? You know, mm-hmm. now in times of Instagram and all this uh, documenting, immediately when you do whatever you do, you have to show it, and if mm-hmm. you don't show it in internet, it not exists. Yeah. So this was, uh, I don't know, twenty, thirty years before, and. It was. It has no matter if yeah. if, if it was shown in internet or, yeah. or not. It, it, it That's did. so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 this is moments, you know. Uh, what really carried me through life because the experience was so deeply and mm-hmm. so so senseful. Yeah. It was absolutely senseful. Mm-hmm. Even it, it was. Only in this intimacy, yeah, and it was so sensible because we both had a sensation that with something like that, we give something to the ether, yeah, to the universe, mm-hmm. and we were uh, therefore we could live this this uh, living this life apart because we really was convinced we we give with this. Uh, with this something to the to, to the ether and, mm-hmm. and some kind of energy, yeah, and and this energy came back to us and made us made us very strong because mm-hmm. if, if you when you live and live like this you 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 have to be strong so but this energy came back to us and so we went on doing all these crazy things. I love that. Though though you say you feel more like the installations are that's your main art form there's something about the way that you describe what it is that you are trying to capture or bring out when you do the portraits can you explain mm. that a little bit yeah what i search in a when i make a portrait uh, what I absolutely, what was my vision of a good portrait was to to capture the soul of the person. Mm-hmm. So I I'm convinced the soul flees when 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 sees the the flashlight. Mm-hmm. So I used only only natural light mm-hmm. whenever I I did a portrait and only used natural light. That made that I followed the light. So what what actually guided me to the to 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 a good portrait was not the person but the light so i i i think you can of every person you can make a so wonderful beautiful person when you know to how to treat the light or when you observe the light or when when light uh yeah, uh, makes makes the modulation of a of a face or, or gives this when when the light invites the soul to appear, and this mm. is the moment. What what uh, Catherine, Cartier Bresson? Uh, uh, I love him. He, he was one what, of what, my, when he when he said the yeah. uh, the, the the moment the decisive moment the decisive moment yeah the decisive he moment. He was one of my biggest influences. Yeah 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 absolutely and and mm. and. He did it in a very co- uh, opposite way than me because I I saw a film of him and I w- it was so funny because he was a street photographer mm-hmm. he 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 walked in the streets and then suddenly he saw something and he he took his little camera 
from the pocket and make click and and then he went on mm -hmm. it, it was a moment of, of one second he, mm -hmm. he he took his camera yeah and this was so funny uh because i am the the opposite of it uh, mm -hmm. when i make a portrait that takes three or four hours and maybe i'm just contemplating this face mm -hmm. and looking and perceiving and it's a very slow mm -hmm. slow 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 process so when i even when i make photos before with the negative films i put no film in the camera Because people also in front of the camera, they are uh, yeah like tense, like mm -hmm. like like not free. Yeah. So the first film, uh, what was not a film, I made some photos, did as if I make photos, but actually I studied the face, I mm. studied the person, I mm -hmm. I I talk, I made my rare questions, mm -hmm. deep questions, and did that created. A certain ambience on Sunday. Sometimes I I put the camera on the side and we 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 just talked and and then suddenly came. It is a moment and then I took the camera very slowly and just was prepared when comes the moment. Yeah, light. I I feel always like a sign of God when suddenly the light got to an object, be it a flower or a face or or any a stone mm -hmm. a, a wall anything suddenly all transforms all completely mm -hmm. a gray wall when comes the right light in the right moment becomes a wonder of magic It's hard to continue asking questions when you can feel the, the, even when you talk about it, it's like, you know, you, I can feel the sort of shift in the air, in the room. And so it's, uh, it's hard to even move on from that because <laughs> move you want move on. <laughs> you want to sit and linger in it just for a moment, you know? But I, I think it might be a good, this might be a good moment to talk about your current project, which is the Art and Humanity Project. Mm. It strikes me that, you know, as you talk about light and there's, there's a deep contemplation there and waiting and contemplating for the unfolding of something. And now with We've talked a little bit about your current project, which you call the Art and Humanity Project. There's a, a deep probing there, but also it's a way of, of bringing things out and, and allowing this unfolding that happens um, when you ask these questions. So can you tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. this current project of yours? Yeah. You know, the Art and Humanity Project, I've, I found it 15 years ago in 2005, more than 15 years. And the motive to start this project was to give impulses and to inspire people to give more space to the soul. Because, you know, the soul makes all the difference To live when, while we are living is very important. 
And if we not include the soul, we are not really experience this life, not in, in, in all the dimensions we could experience. The Ardent Humanity Project is specially for to give this inspiration through activities, through exhibitions, through courses. A strong point was to, to inspire people to learn person to person. For all what we learn, uh, studying, uh, we not really learn for life. So my idea in this first beginning time was to make portraits of special people who have to transmit a lot for, for this world. So to these people, I made in a book, to these people I made questions. Poetic questions, questions go deeper, not the typical interview questions, you know. And then, now, 20 years, almost 20 years later, these questions came back to me. And suddenly I thought, I want to do these questions to all people, because with questions you, you can move. What actually moves us is, is the questions, never the answers. Mm -hmm. Because the answers make a kind of stuck. And when we're stuck in life, we are death in life. It's very good for peers. I, I noticed during my life, two who have questions, who make questions to themselves, they, they always will understand each other. Mm. But two who have all the answers, they will always fight. So, so it's sort of, it's kind of a way of inviting people to approach life or other people and themselves with a sense of curiosity instead of an expectation of gaining something yeah okay. yeah to be open for the for the moment mm -hmm. that makes that we are that we can become really a sense of life and this question project of course has another sense too because in our times, people is not so used to really listen to a other person. It is very superficial all. So it's 20 questions. They can change every year, but, but uh, at the moment it's 20 questions I make to different persons around in, in, in different countries. And then these other persons make these questions to other persons. So the idea be behind is uh, that these questions spread like the weirdest virus uh, spread oh. over, <laughs> mm -hmm. over the world. And then that one person is in front of another person and listen during maybe half an hour or how, how long it, it takes, listen completely to another person in this in intimacy of, of, of two persons who sit in front. And the most surprising answers are that when people really answer from their sincerity, when they not want to, to give a good answer or interesting answer, but really tell from their innermost experience mm -hmm. and then come, come, can come out very surprising things. And the questioner, Take then this uh, with him in, in his life. There is a question, for example, one is, in which moment you, you felt most alive? One woman answered, 
um, I feel most alive in the morning when I take a shower. So this is, you think, a normal, quite quite daily activity. So what is special? Mm-hmm. And then she, she described how she feels the water, how every drop of this water go down on her body and 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 makes her fresh and new for mm. and prepared for for the day and she felt so much thankfulness for for to have water and 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 she described it in such a beautiful way mm. that from this moment on uh me every morning in in when i take the shower every morning i think of this description of beautifulness and I feel this beautifulness yeah. so this is uh, so so special what can happen what can happen when two people talk about things that go more wide or more deeper than than the daily conversations mm-hmm. you know so I perceived it like, like a gift yes this is only questions I make to people But all that is an exercise for what is actually highly necessary. Mm-hmm. We cannot more sleep. So therefore, I'm, I'm working so much for, for, for to have access to your soul, have access to the essence of, of, of what is our being, mm-hmm. and have access to the soul of the earth also, to, to, to the trees, to... to To all what is around us and to other people, because this is where we actually meet each other. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You express so well what I already sense in you, you know, and um, I really appreciate you sharing with a greater audience what I am so lucky to experience in person. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're so glad you joined us today. We look forward to bringing you more episodes in the Mondays to come.